coming to you from Star Studios in Denton, Texas. I'm Tom Collins Signs in Limerick, Ireland. This is Coffee with a Sign Painter, a podcast hosted by sign painter Sean Starr and Tom Collins. This groovy soundtrack was written and performed by Fergal Lawler of the Cranberries. Thanks, Fergal. Okay, welcome back to Coffee with a Sign Painter. And uh, today, uh, Tom and I do an interview of sorts, kind of interviewing each other um, for Go Media's um, designer face-off. Go Media is a company up in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, they're the masterminds behind the Weapons of Mass Creation Fest. And uh, they asked Tom and I if we'd like to come do this segment. Um, and it's basically... Tom and I uh, being our terrible selves, probably to the uh, major disappointment of the folks at Go Media, but hey, that's what you get. So here's Tom and I doing our thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Bono. <laughs> uh, so uh, first, let's start off with uh, just, just kind of introducing uh, yourselves. Um, so who you are, what, what you do. You start, Tom. Ladies first. <laughs> I'm Sean Starr. I'm a sign painter in Denton, Texas. And uh, been doing it for good gravy. Like 26, 27 years now, I think. Started with a teenager, as a teenager with my dad's company, Star Custom Paint, down in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, this is Tom Collins. Thanks, Sean. Uh, Tom Collins, I'm a sign writer as opposed to a sign painter, big difference, uh, here in Limerick in Ireland and uh, I've been, uh, you know, sign writing and sign painting um, since 1995, which I think is 20, what is it, one years. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch up with Sean. So I've got a What's question that, that we've never even, I don't think, discussed even though we've talked a million times. Like, in your perception, what's the difference between a sign writer and a sign painter? Well, obviously, a sign writer is far more sophisticated mm. than a sign painter. And snobbier. Yes, we get to charge more. <laughs> Hence the treads. <laughs> so, so, what is it? Like, why, why, why sign writer? Well, I guess uh, that must have something to do with the, the written word, you know, it's a, 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 the language of sign writing, you know, you, you, you write it uh, first, and, and I suppose afterwards you can gild it, paint it, carve it, do whatever you want with it, and maybe it just, it just stuck here more than it did there, Yeah. where you were. So, you know? in your mind, what's the difference between when you're sign writing and sign painting? Well, I, when I'm sign writing, I'm in Europe and Ireland and the British Isles. And when I'm sign painting, I'm in North America, because that's that's the only difference I can I can make out really. Right? Completely the same thing. Okay. <laughs> but we don't have a movie called Sign Writers. Well, maybe you, you know? should try harder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these guys are going to regret putting us on. <laughs> <laughs> He's already saying, uh-oh, what did I do? <laughs> okay, so I, I have this other question for you. 
So in the news recently, they're talking about Stairway to Heaven was a ripoff of this old song. And I'm, I'm curious to see what your take in Ireland is on that. Well, I missed that, that uh, headline, Sean. Yeah, they're uh, taking them to court over it. It's really crazy. They're taking Led Zeppelin to court. They are. Who? Uh, the song's uh, called Taurus, and I, I was listening to it on YouTube earlier today. It's, um, I can't remember the name of the band. It's a band you've heard of, though, from the, like, 60s. But you, okay. you listen to it, and it's kind of just a um, musical piece, but it, yeah. it's totally the intro to Stairway to Heaven, which is kind of interesting. And it took them, it took them this long to realize that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking it was a major acid trip they were on since the <laughs> 60s. They just came out of it or something. So, see, now look what I do here. So I'm tying this into sign painting. Okay, so go like, on, do it. Because I know we've discussed this before. Like, um, I'm sure you have had occasions where you've seen your work kind of regurgitated by another designer or another sign painter. So, like, how do you feel about that? Because I've got, I've got feelings about that. Yeah, uh, I've mixed feelings about it. Depends on the humor I'm in. You know, some days I'm I'm I'm, I'm I go postal uh, apocalyptically nuts about it. And other days I'm kind of well, hey, you know, I've inspired someone. You know, this kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm okay. The same schizophrenic reaction. Yeah, depends on me. It depends on where I'm at. Yeah. More than anything, because I mean, look, there are times when I've 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 you know I've I've, I've you know you could say. Um, uh, borrowed ideas or, uh, you know, uh, we're, all I mean, we're all thieves, Every you know, designer on the planet's a thief. That's it. And, and, you know, that's been going on long before, you know, you and I showed up uh, with, with, with our brushes, sign writing brushes. I mean, you know, uh, we're talking about Led Zeppelin and, and you know, there you go. It's been, it's been going, it's, it's been going on forever. You know, Walt Disney was, was, was stealing from everyone and then took copyright, uh, you know, actions against anyone to try to steal from him. <laughs> Maybe that's where we need to, need to go down the road of Walt Disney. Right. We need to set up a huge corporation for sign painters. International. <laughs> you designed the logo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I think you know, there's a friend of mine in Clonakilty who I feel is the best sign writer that ever walked the planet, and his name is Tomas Tophair, which is the uh, Irish. Video you sent me of him. Right. Were, were you able to watch it? Oh yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. Uh, well, Tomas um, is is is. Uh, you know, uh, I think he's a third-generation sign sign writer, and he. Um, I was talking to him recently. He was actually. Uh, I asked. I invited him to our little exhibition last year, and uh, he unfortunately couldn't make it because he was um, he was going on a Camino, which is like a kind of a, a walking sort of uh, holiday cool. in um, in Italy, and they have them in in, in northern Spain and. Uh, what is that? Well, they're they're almost like kind of they're, they're, they 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 have their origins in Christian Christian uh, pilgrimage. Okay. So they would be you know walking through holy sites and 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 back in the Crusades days you know, days of the Crusades they, 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 you know this is what people did for fun. So the bulk of it uh, is walking, like his yeah, vacation of yeah. walking. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's 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 a, there's a beautiful Martin Sheen movie called The Way. Uh, and it gave me that, but I still don't watch it. Yeah, yeah it's, I think it's particularly good. Um, his son Emilio made it, 
and it's made in the Basque country during, you know, and, 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 it's, and it's a beautiful story. But to make a long story short, uh, uh, Tomás was, was, was actually on going on one of these. And the reason he was, he was going down this road is because he had to, um, uh, he more or less had to surrender to the onslaught of digital white format printing in the sign industry now. Okay. And where he lives down down in remote West Cork in, in a place called Clonakilty, which I think is the most perfect little town, gorgeous signs. He's had a lot of um, people basically, you know, des- uh, asking for design work, and then he sends it to them. They pay him for the design work, and then he starts to notice his his work being reproduced digitally mm. uh, as signs by digital. Uh, printers, uh, stroke sign companies, um, and then they, he spotted elements of that of, of his work being harvested from some designs and then being reproduced as their designs. Right, right. Okay, and he was absolutely destroyed from from it and how, how he was going to protect himself from it. And eventually decided if you can't beat them, you know, uh, not join them, but at least try and, and and control who has the end product or who has the artwork. Right. So you know he was sending his files out to these people, and they were, they were you know chopping it up, man, chopping it up. And then he was going off on this on this uh, Camino walk as a way of trying to um, make peace with his soul that was probably crushed from having to do this, you know, because the guy, if you you know, you saw the video, you saw what kind of work he's capable of, you know. Yeah, incredible work. So there you go. And at the same time, look, he's, he's, he's got a family, to, you know, he's got kids in college, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I don't blame the man. And, and we had a long chat about, you know, he was kind of giving himself a bit of a, a, a trashing about having to do it. But look, you know, I'm not in his shoes and everyone, uh, you know, wants things. Well, a lot of people want things, you know, cheaper, faster, you know, yeah, quicker. That's, that's a disturbing trend. You know, I, you and I have talked about it so many times on our podcast, but um the the transition from hand handcrafted work to computers that almost wiped us all out and now there's the resurgence but now there's this like second layer to it where those of us that are still doing it which is a very small number um i have seen a lot of um kind of that almost cut and paste approach with some sign painters work where you know they're trying to use it either in an ad campaign or, or somebody's trying to like create their branding around it, but it's it's not always transparent that this was done by this sign artist. It's you know this ad agency just you know blurting it out, and it, it it's kind of um, concerning in that it's a very similar uh, progression with what happened when computers took over, where everybody did want cheaper and quicker and you know everything that computers gave it so it, I, I don't know it's almost like the the people um, that have stuck to their guns just kind of get uh, repeatedly beat up a little bit in that way yeah 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 unfortunately it seems to be the the nature of of big business isn't it yeah. you know yeah and they call it business if you get up, if you get sore about it or sensitive about right, it. Right. It's, just it's like business. you know, it's just business. It's just business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That ain't right. So um, let's see. Uh, on some of our questions that we're going to go back and forth on, um, your gilding, like those pub mirrors that you do. Uh huh. Um, and, and you should check out. Uh, TomCollins.ie has signs. Sign, TomCollins signs.ie. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 
Totally amateur. I'm sorry. I think I think you'll get onto a cocktail website if you go onto Tom Collins. Uh, <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> um, anyways, so you do all these awesome pub mirrors. Thanks, Sean. And, and um, so, what what is your basic process like? Let's say you've got an old, legit pub mirror, and someone wants you to either reproduce it or do a spin-off on it. Like, where do you start with that? Um, well, recently I uh, I was asked to do um, a mirror. It's, it's, it's in production at the moment. It's for a new um, Limerick beer brewed here in Limerick by a really nice guy who's who has um, just returned from living in, in uh, Canada for the last number of years and you know learning his craft there as a master brewer. Uh, so he moved back. He moved back. Moves back to Limerick and. Um, you know, he 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 develops um, his own his own brand of uh, 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 of artwork as well with a designer, local designer, really good designer uh, called Little Blue Studio, and uh, they've come up with this, I think a, a really terrific label um, for his beer, uh, which is Treaty City Beer, and so he's got these various different Treaty City Ale, Treaty City Stout, what, Treaty what City Porter. Well, is that a nickname for Limerick? Oh, uh, yeah, Treaty City is a nickname for Limerick. So, so, so we, you know, uh, Limerick, uh, you know, had a, um, uh, you know, uh, so many battles here. We, we, we've lost, we've lost count. Uh, and one of the biggest ones was uh, the Jacobites and the Williamites, the w William of Orange from Holland, and the Jacobites who were, you know, uh, um, in power, you know, they were the seat of power here at the time, and it was it was, it was all fought, fought out here in Limerick, and a uh, uh, very bloody battle uh, went on for years and years, and uh, the treaty uh, was signed on a rock, which then became a monument in the uh, near the Curragour Bar, which we frequented uh, when you were here, and uh, so Treaty City is 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 almost like a uh, I suppose a, when you say Treaty City, everyone in Ireland kind of knows because we because we grew up with our history and where all these battles took place and. Uh, and uh, uh, so, uh, so Treaty City uh, starts with that, and I guess it's a, it, it, you know, it also represents um, uh, burying the hatchet. You know, it's a peace, peaceful, uh, has peaceful language to it. You know, so the, you know, and and, and uh, quite recently we had uh, a lot of problems here with with. Um, with gangs and, and we got a lot of bad press in, the, in our national media as a result of it, a disproportionately amount of, 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 of bad press actually. Uh, and um, uh, but so this guy's this guy wanted to kind of challenge that as well. And I think maybe the, the, the name you know was, was was another reason why he went with that name. Uh, and then the designer uh, you know instead of doing something that looked like an old label, she just went with something really uh, playful and 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 lighthearted, which really worked. So my job now is to try and you know make this into a mirror, and the and the and the and the, and the client who 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 stocks this guy's beer uh, is a is a is a is a good customer of his and a good customer of mine. He wants it to look really old and chipped and wrecked. So the challenge for me is to make try and you know, produce that and reproduce that in a way that looks authentic. And I'm still experimenting. I'm I'm, I'm bugging you for tips all the time. Anyone that will give me tips, I got some great tips off a of a local Cleveland guy, a Cleveland sign painter uh, called Alan. Uh, I think it's Giberson. Alan Signs, I think, on Instagram. That's the guy. That's yeah. him. Yeah. 
he posted some cracking uh, finishes on, on some antiquing on, 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 on some uh, leaf mirrors, silver leaf mirrors. And, and he gave me like a, an encyclopedic breakdown as to how he did it. So, you know, learning all the time and trying things out and playing. But I'm still far from the, uh, where I want to be. And I loved, I'd love to know more about acids and glue chip. And that's why one of the questions I have for you, you know, I might have to kind of come back to that, uh, is about your pro- process with, 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 your, with your work on the mirrors. I reveal nothing. <laughs> Dead right. <laughs> Tell them nothing. <laughs> Come and do a course for a thousand bucks a day. Yeah, here in Limerick. <laughs> Come see Tom Collins. Hey, that could be a good little gig. <laughs> you won't leave with anything at the end. We'll give you the Men in Black flash. So everything just gets wiped. You know. I like it. Get your thousand. Get your thousand bucks. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So, so um, um, with the process that you're doing, like, um, how long do, do some of those mirrors take you? Like the ones that I saw when Kaylee and I were out there, like, how many man hours do you put into that typically? Well, you, you might think I'm making this up and I'm avoiding the question or I'm being deliberately vague about it, no. but I honestly don't know uh, because I stopped years ago, I stopped clocking my time on jobs. Uh, for a few reasons, um, I, it, it, you know, it, at the beginning, I, it would take me so long to do anything that it would, it would just be ridiculous amount of time, uh, and I couldn't, I, you know, I couldn't possibly justify that, that amount of time being spent, you know, on on some of these pieces. And then, you know, I got, maybe I got a bit faster and and and, and learned a few tricks of the trade, and then it was like, oh God, they were, I was producing them really quickly, and then I was. I was embarrassed as to how quick I was producing them, and I didn't want anyone to know, you know. So I, I kind of the way I've, I've stopped kind of uh, keeping track of the time. I just kind of have a rough idea of, yeah, I think there was a, probably a couple of weekends, you know, where that might have been a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then there'd be other, like you know yourself, there'd be other things you're doing as well, you know, because something takes a couple of days to kind of, you know, uh, get to a stage where you can then go back at it or. You know, yeah, and uh, that's, I think an interesting point that um, is somewhat unique to sign painting is every stage when you're learning it or even when you're practicing it in, in the early part of your career um, can be very time consuming. But as you continue, you know, you're able to refine those steps down to where each section um, becomes shorter in the execution um, and then like the Woody Allen neuroses kicks in where you're like well maybe I'm doing this too quickly it's like you can't win because no. you're pushing to improve that speed and maintain the quality and the integrity of the work um, but then when you get there you're like oh you know maybe I should be doing this much slower yeah 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 well I, look, there, there are certain things that I've, I've, I've been playing around with lately um, uh, I, like I was when I was in London last year, I went. I spent a couple of days with um, Ash Bishop in Brilliant Science Company, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there was a couple of other guys there: Johnny Letternight and uh, Stuart McLaren, uh, Scottish man, and a great sign painters. They were good fun, and uh, you know they were like a gang that go out together and they and they do you know wall dog jobs. They do glass reverse gilded jobs they do you know ghost signs they do you know really really good work um 
quickly. Uh, and and it seems like they're doing it. You know, a lot of it is they're doing it like as as mates, kind of. Um, there's another guy as well, Mark Gosling, uh, uh, and um, you know they, they were just such good fun to spend those few days with. And uh, we were, it, it was it was a great exchange of of you know have you tried this? Have you tried that? Have you tried the other? And their work is just sky high. Really, really terrific work. Every, all the stuff that I can't do that really blows me away. They were doing it, mm. and they were doing all the stuff that we try not to talk about, which is you know they're doing a little bit of vinyl, they're doing a little bit of digital work, you know, and they pay the bills. They were mixing it up, yeah. And some of the, some of that were, was ending up in the glass work where they were adding these chemicals and 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 reverse uh, water gilded kind of finishes and and um, and then having some digital work there there as well. Uh, and one one thing they showed me, which I thought was really, God, I thought I'll never I'll never do that in a million years. And I ended up doing it a couple of weeks ago because uh, I was really stuck on a job, uh, and it saved my life. Um, which was they 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 water gilded um, a window, just threw a load of leaf on on the glass, mm-hmm. really just kind of randomly just hit it with with a load of leaf, uh, and then they cut some um, vinyl in reverse. Okay. Some text some text will say you know. Cleveland, and we put it on the glass. So they trapped it with uh, backup black. Awesome idea. And then, and then they removed quickly the excess with the, you know, with the, with the, um, with the bonhomie. Uh-huh. Uh, and they were just saying, look, you know, uh, they were caught on a job on Oxford Street in London, and this was like, you know, this was the volume of people coming in and out, the doors are swinging. This was the only way they could do this thing. And the guy wanted a chipped kind of antique distressed finish so they threw on the leaf rubbed it back a bit with some wire wool you know distressed it up a bit single uh, uh, layer of, of gold leaf instead of the double uh, so you know you thing looked very transparent and then put the black uh, vinyl up, up behind it and you know removed all the excess and it, it held held up you know, yeah. and they were all like kind of delighted with themselves that they kind of discovered this, and they had no ego and no problem with. Oh, you can't be using, you can't be mixing this. You, you know, and that was great. You know, uh, I, I recently had a I had a thing where it was just too fine. I couldn't. It was it was driving me mad. Maybe I'm getting arthritic in my old age. It was I find it harder and hard to do kind of smaller, nimble stuff. Yeah. And this really, this really, this really worked. And um, and then we sealed it, double glazed it, so it was kind of protected in a screen anyway, you know, so it was kind of like a bit of a no-brainer, really, you know? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a brilliant idea. And because the guys that, that I really rated had, had showed me this, I kind of thought, well, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to have any judgment about it. If I came up with it, I'd, I, I'd be screwed up in knots in the corner about, <laughs> you know, sharing that with like, you, you know? Like you went and cheated or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool, I, and that's... Uh, I, that's the the kind of innovation that I think will lead to like other us seeing other things you know yeah but still I mean I, I you know there's nothing like doing it I mean the right way and you know uh, there won't be a crowd around you as you put your vinyl <laughs> over the, right. the the finished product right but there, there might be if you're doing it you know with your brush and your mall stick and your you know, that's all part of the theater, and you'd miss that a little bit, right, right. you know? Yeah, and that, that's kind of an interesting point, too, of um, e- even though I think the bulk of us sign painters are introverts, there's also this performance aspect to what we do where, like, you know, 
we've just, I think, acclimated to it that when you do go out and, and you're interacting with the public and, and they're, they're seeing you work, there is a little bit of a performance aspect to it, which is not in my nature, but it's kind of, mm -hmm. kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, maybe they, they, they see uh, more than just you as well. They see what, what, you know, they see the work as well. You know, some, some of your technique, some of your training, you know, you, you know, so, some of that you can almost kind of uh, distance yourself from because it's, you know, it, it's not all you, you know, yeah, it's, some, it's, it's something you. you've learned. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So therefore, it's not all self-conscious thing. It's not as big, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I know at the beginning I was I was I, I was uh, it was one of the things I noticed uh, actually was a guy in the street in a busy street, up on a, a few um, planks on his trestles, uh, uh, you know, doing a shop fascia uh, in this in this very busy pedestrian street in Cork where everyone was just you know it was like a, it was it was it was a blur of people on the street and yet this guy was you know it, it was like Tai slow, Chi slow calm thing amongst the Absolutely, it was it was, it, it was very zen. It was it was, there was something really just stopped me in my tracks, I, you know. And it went in, it went really in. I thought that that's that's that guy is in the moment. He's in the here and now. You know, everyone else is running around racing, you know. And uh, I wanted a bit of that. And you know, there's there, there certainly for me a huge amount of art therapy in in sign writing, sign painting. Sure, you know, yeah, yeah. and, and most of it need it need it desperately. So <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Well, you saw that picture I posted on Instagram of that guy with the weird hat in the 30s. I mean, <laughs> you can see the madness in his eyes. <laughs> Where'd you find that one? That's a, that's a classic. I was actually on eBay. I bid on it, but somebody paid like $100 for it. This is this tiny little picture. Uh, would it have been an original? Yeah, yeah. So it was like from a photo booth, like at a, a carnival or something like that. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. Cool. I want. I, I was hoping to get it, but I ain't gonna pay hundred bucks for it. No. Well, look. If you want to give me ninety nine, I'll do. I'll do a portrait of you with oh, the. Okay. <laughs> save the buck. I'm PayPaling it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what you were talking about with those those, those other guys. Um, I, I. It's too early to commit to it, but I'm 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 hoping that Kaylee and I can come back out to visit you guys in Limerick next year Ooh. and um, oh. maybe we could just plan out just like a fully collaborative art for art's sake kind of piece that while we're out there you know I think that'd be really right. cool because I you know we got yeah. to work together on the piece we did for the cranberries out there but it'd be really cool if we were able to spend more time doing that and less time organizing all the event stuff that you had to do and yeah that. I, that'd I, be I, great I'm kind of bummed out for you you were doing so much of the orchestrating that you didn't get to have as much fun as everybody else. Yeah. Well, look, I certainly became a victim of its own success. Well, look, there was, I think there was a rumor going around that was I even a sign, sign writer, you know, uh, nobody saw me holding a brush for the whole, for the whole, uh, for the whole time you were there, you know? Um, no, but that, that sounds great. Jesus, that'd be brilliant, you know? And uh, was, look, if, 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 if we can make that, Happened, that'll be that'll be fantastic, you know. Yeah, you know. I, I, I hope that's sign writing. You know, I won't have, have have hung up my apron. I was, I'll still I was be talking yes. to my my buddy Hal. He, uh, he and his wife Darla are staying at our house right now because their house house is getting renovated. So we've been you know talking every night at the end of the day and um, just talking about our our trip out there and you know 
it was just we had an awesome time we definitely want to go back brilliant well look i was only thinking about you the other day as well of um i was working in uh ennis which is just the other side of shannon airport it's it's, it's about the same distance to limerick just going north instead of going south and uh it's a lovely little town as well it's full of gorgeous old shop fronts and and uh you know and you i think you were in clare briefly on a day trip yourself and kaylee uh to see the cliffs of moher oh yeah yeah uh, so unless Star Wars comes and 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 decides to shoot there again, um, it's you know they're already shooting in Kerry and which is south of Limerick and and in Donegal or Mayo or somewhere which is which is uh, all west coast but north of of where we are here and it's after really turning into a huge thing for uh, for, for you know um, uh, these kind of. Um, uh, you know, uh, tourists that are coming in to see them, uh, see Harrison Ford or, or whoever, you know, right. Luke Skywalker, you know, and, and, and uh, they're using this amazing scenery that we have here as, you know, part of their... their, their uh, I was their so excited when, when we looked it up and found out that the Cliffs of Moher are the Cliffs of Insanity in Princess Bride. <laughs> I'm in. We got to see that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> Well, I'm working. I'm working for. Um, I'm working for uh, the Dirty Nellies people as well again, who have the, the bar in Bonratty, and um, so I'm coming back after this little break to quite a bit of work in County Clare. Um, but look, you know, you never know what you're going to be doing closer to the time. But hopefully, I'll be doing something that we can we can work on together, or we can do we can make, you know make some time to do something together. Yeah, be great. Yeah, that'd you be know? awesome. Yeah, and then I'd, I'd like to take more time seeing the countryside. You know, we really only had the ability to do that that one full day of it. But it'd be cool to see some of the other areas. Yeah, well, you have a Cork connection, so you you know Cork is very near Limerick, and, and uh, it's a good base. Limerick is ideal for you know it's kind of in the middle of everything, so you can go north to Galway, south to Cork, you know, east to uh, yeah, Dublin, and you're sounding like the mayor again. I am, yeah, yeah. Well, I, like I was saying to you, I went to I went to Dublin only last week for a day trip. It was, I think it was last week, or the week before, and it cost me ten euro, um, which I think is like less than ten bucks, you know, uh, to get the bus one way to Dublin, oh, which is 120 cool. miles, and I had Wi-Fi. I had, it was lovely, and um, I had a small little thing to drop up to a customer. And, oh, you know, I'm going to have to drive up, and it's going to cost me all this money in diesel and. Uh, you know, um, I'm going to be tired when I get back, and the next day I'm, gonna, I'm not going to get much done and all this kind of stuff. And then Nikki said, Why didn't you just get the bus up? And I said, The bus? You know, what? Takes the bus. And, yeah, who takes the bus? So uh, all these clever Trevors were, were getting the bus. So I got the bus, and it was 10 euro, and it was great. I got, I got off fresh as a daisy, relaxed, uh, listened to my new Radiohead album on the way up. It's great. I highly recommend it, kids. Uh, and I uh, got back on the bus and came home and was home. It was great. You know, so you, you could do that in a, you know on a day trip or you know but dublin's terrific you love dublin you know yeah yeah we'll get up there too eventually i think well actually before i forget i will say this to you there's a, a new book after just being published called um dublin ghost signs okay and and it's, it's getting a lot of press here at the moment uh, and there was a nice write-up in the in the Sunday Times about it, uh, and and you know kind of you know the 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 the, the visual uh, treasures that are 
just as important and, and as evocative as as the poetry and novels and 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 songs of our culture. You know, the, the beautiful old signs because they they tell the story of the people who. You know, and for people who don't who don't know, ghost sign is. Well, uh, it's, they're really spooky, scary signs, obviously. Uh, they're faded, I suppose, uh, worn and faded old advertising signs. Yeah, and it, the, the, the piece that we came out and did with the, the Cranberries first album title and everything else, that was a, a ghost sign. That was the idea, exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, we could have, I suppose, sanded it back to almost nothing, and it would be very ghostly and very faded. But you know, we wanted we wanted the message to be a little bit stronger, so we kind of, you know, we didn't we didn't distress it back. Right, right. No, no. But I, mean, I suppose you're right. It, a lot a lot of these would have been painted directly onto rough surfaces or red brick surfaces or painted brick walls. You know. So what's uh, your take on the? Um the popularity because let me uh let me let me let me pause real quick (laughs) (laughs) we could go out for Uh, hours i know i i can i can tell that uh there hasn't really been a break in the conversation (laughs) uh give give me one give me one second um what what was the next question you were gonna uh, ask i was going to ask him about his take on um the increase in popularity of people coming to people like us and asking them to create something that looks old and beat up and distressed. Okay, cool. Let me restart uh, recording and um, yeah, let's go for, I don't know, one one more question from, from each of you. Yeah, just pull the plug when you're done. Okay. We have thick skin. <laughs> okay, so. Our wives tell yeah. us all the time to shut up. We're used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, Sean, you were asking me, about, uh, how do I feel about people yeah, asking? I, um, okay, so I know that you, you've experienced this as well, is there's kind of been a, a change in um, the, the request from clientele. Uh, majority of my work and the bulk of your work has become like this distressed, aged, beat up vintage style that's kind of become its own style in, it, in its own way. Um, why, why do you think that's turned that direction? It's a good question. If there was a prize for the best question, I think that, that you'd, you'd definitely be getting a chance. I was hoping I'd win. Give that man a medal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think there's certainly, um, I don't know, maybe there's just an honesty to it or there's some sort of a, there's a, a degree of um, uh, authenticity, you know, it's just, it's, it, 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 yeah, it's not 100 years old, but it's made the way it was made 100 years ago. And yeah, you can kind of, you know, you can, you can, you can um, strip back elements of it to make it look like it has been through the wars a little bit, and that evokes, uh, you know, an emotional response in people when they see it, and they kind of have a, maybe a memory of, you know, being on their grandfather's lap or something. Who knows, you know? But people, you know, if you they say if you can if you can capture that magic, you know, it's it's priceless, really. You know, that nostalgia, that type of. Um, uh, that feeling of, of, of uh, in design where you know things just make you feel good, you know, when you see them. 
Yeah. I guess that's why Coca-Cola hasn't changed its, its, its branding much, you know, yeah, no, or at I, all. I think there's a lot to be said for that. It's, it's the emotional connection I think people are having with the old vintage style of um, it's kind of a commentary on like the general consensus of where we are as a species right now, I think, is the uh, that different period of time where, you know, there was things like craftsmanship embraced on a wide scale and appreciation. Um, I think everybody thinks that was a better time. You know, now you're seeing this push towards artificial intelligence and robots and all this kind of thing. And, um, you know, that leaves a lot of open-ended questions about what does, what does your life's experience look like when that's the dominant force? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you, you, you can't, you know, you can't, you have to, to some extent, adapt, with, you know, to the, 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 the way things are, you know. I mean, some people are in a position where they don't have to adapt as much and they can resist it more. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm somewhere in between where I can kind of, you know, there are times when I can hop between the two. A bit, and I and I and I have no problem with it. I kind of like I, I enjoy some of the, so uh, you know, uh, some of the work that comes in. That's uh, that's 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 fresher and new, and that's been, you know, uh, or that the request would come in. Maybe that would somebody wants something different, and it's a challenge for me, and it's a stretch for me. Sometimes I hit it, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I, uh, you know, I, I'm. I fall on my sword, and other times I kind of get it some bit right that you know I, uh, the customer's happy and I get paid, yeah. you know. Uh, but I'm not, certainly not an expert, and I don't see myself as being someone that like. I mean, you know, Steven Spielberg was to ring after this podcast stroke Skype uh, and say, "Hey Tom, we got a big job for you in Hollywood, no, and we want period call correct comes, stuff." It'd only be to sue one of us. <laughs> Uh, what is it? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, there's, uh, you know, I, I, sometimes I just, I'm winging it, man. I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, like, and I, I, yeah, I grew up around a lot of traditional pub work, and th there's a, there's a language, beautiful language there about, uh, or a lot of that work has uh, that I kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, I kind of just kind of know what works, and, and I just. You know, I keep chipping away until I feel I'm getting it. You know, um, but I, I, I don't have like a whole uh, clip art folder of elements that yeah, they're the ones that work for that, and these are the ones that work for this, and these are the ones that work for you. Um, it's it's sort of it's a bit more random for me with with with, uh, and sometimes people have like this job I was telling you about this uh, Treaty City um, beer. You know they've got they've got this motif of the bridge, the bridge that we walked over uh, near the Strand Hotel. I'm sure you walked over many, many, many a night on your way back to your hotel. And um, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a great part of the design. It's really it's a really good design. And, and um, you know, so I'm really looking forward to you know sinking my teeth into that, and playing around with it, and having fun with it, and, and uh, see where see where it ends up. Hopefully, it'll, it'll still be recognisable as that that guy's. Uh, brand, but but with a different, uh, you know, a different take on it that that, that um, engages people and, and you know. Um, but I, I look, I, I have a feeling that we're going to run a ton. So I want to ask you a question, Sean. Okay, go for it. Formally, formally, it's about your biggest influence. My biggest influence. Yeah, I mean, you know, what aspect uh, of life? Well, yeah. I mean, can you separate? Can you separate them? You know, I mean, no, no, I, I, you know, that that's a weird um, 
thing because the very first thing that pops in my mind has nothing to do with sign painting or design. Yeah. But it kind of does. Yeah. It is is Morrissey. You know, okay. I, I think one mm -hmm. uh, a really big thing to me was, um, you know, we've talked about him a million times and about you know, listening to the Smiths and Morrissey when we were, you know, teenagers and that kind of thing, is the realization that um, not only was he singing and writing the lyrics, but he did the cover art on those albums. Um, I don't know, it just kind of opened me up uh, intellectually that um, you could express yourself in so many different ways creatively, not just, you know, with paint and brush or not just with music or, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I think that was probably the biggest influence uh, creatively was um, seeing how far he pushed uh, the boundaries in all directions creatively. And that, that was like kind of an eye-opener for me. Mm. How about you, biggest influence? Uh, yeah, a good question again. I, 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 nothing to do with sign writing, um, but uh, Tom Waits. I've, I've always had this sort of um, similar thing with Tom Waits, where he just seemed to be kind of you know going his own way, you know, uh, and didn't really care about trends too much, or you know what was expected of him from what I can, what I can tell from from record companies and managers. You know, he just seems to and be one of those people. Big in Japan. Huge in Japan, absolutely. Just like Cleveland is huge in Japan. Yeah, Cleveland's a big thing in Japan. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's not forget Cleveland here. <laughs> I'll, I'll be up in Cleveland doing the weapons of mass creation thing in August. Cool. All right. And you have a family connection there as well, I believe. Yeah, that's actually the first seven years of my life were spent in Cleveland. And my family, multiple generations, is from there before they came over okay. from... Ireland and uh, Ukraine. Okay, very good. Yeah, so well, it's cool to, to go back up there and, uh, you know, I have to do some kind of spiel, and uh, that'll be interesting. So, I think we just hit our dead spot. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very cool. Hey. You, you know that dude sitting there going, "Oh my God, what do I do with this?" <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't quite know what he meant. Did he want us you to ask three questions, and then I was asked three? I couldn't I, get. I wasn't clear either, but you know, we just did what we do, and that's fine. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I, can't. I always enjoy catching up and talking to you anyway. So it's yeah, like me too. Me bonus, too. you know. Only now we'll have really cool graphics at the beginning. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like bad video game graphics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when do, you, when do you take off for your deal? Uh, Sunday. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we're, I, I don't know if you... If, yeah, uh, Mallorca, which is one of the Balearic Islands. Uh, Ibiza, Mallorca, Menorca. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's Sunday. And I'm I, just trying to, you know... I don't know if you've seen what's come to mind the last kind of day or two is uh, um, uh, Frank Sinatra in the Von Rhines Express. Did you ever see that movie? No, I never did. Oh man, it's great. Uh, they're like prisons of war, so it's a bit like kind of the Great Escape, okay. but it's like Frank Sinatra. Nice. Uh, and they're on this train, and they've overpowered the Nazis, and they're all dressed up in Nazi uniforms, and they're trying to get across Italy into. Switzerland, and it's it's you know the scenery's fantastic, and there's loads of shootouts, and there's a scene at the end where Frank Sinatra's running for the train, and his buddies are trying to 
get him on the train. All the Nazis are throwing grenades at him. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, I'm Frank Sinatra here. to get on the train. <laughs> yeah. So I'm nearly there. And, and, and you know what? I had, I, had a, I had a big fish to fry who was, who was avoiding me and who was making my life difficult for a while. And I, and I manned up and I, you know, I just, I rang him. And he didn't take the call, and then I called in, and uh, you know, I left a bunch of messages, and decided today to do it again, and because he owes me a bunch of money, and uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with the work, right. and I got him, and he, he, you know, I'm meeting him later on tonight to collect it, Good. so that's my our holiday spends covered. Nice. It's really tight. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's close, close to the close to the wind, you know, as per norm. You know, uh, as well. Bring, you know. bring a sock full of quarters. If he doesn't pay up, you can hit him on the head. <laughs> yeah, well, this guy, this guy, oh man. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, no, but the thing, the thing is, I, 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 I really didn't want. I was, I was gambling with the whole thing because if, if it didn't go well, the danger was that I'm, I'm so, I'm so weak and low and and wrecked from I think just everything the last few years. I've, 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 I've burnt a candle at both ends a lot yeah. with everything, uh, and I'm feeling particularly kind of um, just you know. Uh, in a place where I, I you know, if, if it went, if it didn't go well, I was there was a danger I could bring this guy with me on on, on holidays, you know, right, right. and that would be just such a shame. And I was really risking all of that by by go, by going after him. But I look, I got enough, I got enough um, steam built up. I spoke to a friend yesterday who kind of gave me the kind of the uh, Gordon Gecko speech, you know. It's your money, Tom. It's your money. You know, you don't go in apologizing, asking maybe if you can have your right. money, please. You it's like, for, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's no longer his money. It's your money. Right. You know, I kind of suddenly kind of got that clearer in my head, uh, and you know, but uh, anyway, and, and but last weekend we had we had Nikki's sister's fiftieth, and we had a uh, kind of a uh, we've never really had a house party ever. Mm-hmm. We've never had the space for it, and the only time we've ever really had any kind of dinner party was was with you guys. Believe it or not, really? Yeah, yeah. We just you know we don't we don't really know that many people, you know, really beyond kind of you know you walk around and all hey, 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 but I wouldn't have any of them into my home. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was great to have you fellas out, and it and, and it went well, and and then and then this 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 last weekend we had Nikki's sister's um, uh, Margaret her fiftieth party, and we had like thirty people there. And, uh, it was great. It was a great night. I had to make a playlist that was right for the party. Nice. So we went down the road of all the old greats, all the all the old you know uh, crooners, you know Frank Sinatra's and the Mel Torme's and all the all the classics. You know, it was a cocktail party kind of a thing. So that kind of vibe was what we we're trying to get. You know, and, but it threw in a few kind of '80s things as well. So uh, it was good. It was a good, 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 good evening. You know. Nice. Oh, cool. Uh, well, I I, um, I wish you a very relaxing couple weeks. Thanks, John. Thank you very much. And come here, just decide. This, do you think you might uh, get it together and get get over here again? Yeah, I sent, I've been mentioned it to Kaylee a few times. We've talked about it, and I, I think it would be really cool to, um, you know, plan a trip out there that doesn't have the, um, the pressure of having to like follow a certain yeah and then on in a relaxed way you know doing something together like um you know even if uh i don't know even if if we just talk somebody into letting us um you know redo like a storefront that's abandoned or something you know just 
Do yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of beautify something and yeah. work alongside each other and just have. That'd be great. With it, it yeah, it would be nice to have the freedom that we kind of had to do the last thing. You know, without. Well, I suppose you know we, we there, were, there, were, there were maybe more freedom. It'd be nice to have more freedom. You what, know. What about you know that stretch that leads up to the castle? Oh yeah. That Nigel was you know throwing out all his yeah, ideas yeah, for. Yeah. What What do you think the reality is of actually getting someone to just say? Yeah, go ahead and, and do the storefront, and then we just do it for fun. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, that particular street, a lot of the uh, properties there were, um, what's the word, uh, commandeered, not commandeered. Uh, uh, the council came in and bought up a lot of the street. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, it's just sitting yeah. there dormant, right? It is, but, like, you know, we, I had some dealings with them during the exhibition uh, and they, they they really did make me want to you know i lost the will to live okay. i mean that that, that was actually <laughs> yeah yeah no i i i i know what you're thinking and we'll find something that really is you know if i have to deal with more bureaucracy and no no and that's stuff. not what i'm that's not the yeah. direction i'm going no, at all. no I, either just, so yeah. I, I, I even if it's just through your network of friends if if there were something yeah. that we could do that the public could engage with yeah, and that you and I could have fun with, and at the same time, um, create a little bit of a statement with. It'd be really fun. Yeah, I have a few, I have a few things. I'll, I'll I'll throw them your way. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I again, you know, I'd like to do something which is definitely that was on on the ground that wasn't hanging out of yeah. you know scaffolding because uh, we get a lot of bad weather here, and uh, I, I am I am I have a idea that maybe we could do something uh, in a particular spot that would be close to home, that would be uh, just up your street, that would be perfect really. So I'll, I'll, I'll send you some stuff. Okay, in this next segment, uh, now that Tom and I have finished up our shenanigans for the uh, folks up in Cleveland with uh, weapons of mass dis destruction and uh, Go Media, uh, Tom and I resume a earlier conversation um so let's go to that at the moment we've got kids in another room you know and they're in and out nikki's in and out so if it goes a bit kind of amateur hour and you want to do it again that's cool you know a amateur hours is the whole vibe <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, look, listen, I'm, I, I, yeah, if, if, if it continues to be about nothing, I'm, I'm so up for that, you know, because <laughs> that's I've, all I've, I know how to do. Cool. Well, that's great. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you, man? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm glad to be, you know, on, on a Friday evening yeah. or afternoon now. And, um, no good. We've, we've, we've had a great few weeks of, of, uh, terrific weather here. Yeah. And, we've uh, had the opposite. So you were saying, uh, well, in France and London and Barcelona and all over mainland Europe, it's getting really bad uh, weather. Yeah. So it's great because, like, you know, we, we have, we, it's not, it's not off, every day we get a chance to laugh at everyone and, <laughs> and you know, gloat. Right. But it's, it's, just, it's just really, really good, you know? Yeah, actually, I saw in the news that uh, Paris, that the Louvre moved all of the artwork to the top floors because it was flooding so bad. I know, can you believe it? Crazy. We've had know, a lot yeah. of flooding here, too. Oh, really? Yeah, a bunch of people have died. Well, not a bunch, but like 30-some yeah. thir people died, I believe, so far. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Sorry. Not not yeah. here, 
specifically in our area of Texas. Um, there is some flooding in Dallas, though. Okay. Um, and then down towards Houston, it's pretty terrible. They just, uh, the president just declared it an, an emergency situation. Right, okay. Well, that, that's, that's serious, isn't it? Yeah, well, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure it's not good. <laughs> well, you don't you don't associate that with when you when you know you think of Texas, you think of it being just you know this kind of constant sunny, uh, you know, kind of everyone is having barbecue outside. You know, well, that uh, kind of actually is fairly accurate. But once in a while, we get clobbered with crazy weather. I, I actually thought that was a funny thing when we came out to Ireland. And talking to some of the people there about their perception of Texas was kind of funny. I think everybody <laughs> thinks we have like horses and wear cowboy hats. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, we've been on, on the receiving end of that as well, where people assume we're all barefoot, wearing shawls, and live in, in patched <laughs> cottages and stuff. You know, and they're quite surprised to see this. I saw know, it firsthand, Tom. I saw <laughs> you did it firsthand. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's pretty interesting. Like I think how much Hollywood influenced all of our perceptions of other parts of the world. It's pretty yeah, weird. Well, yeah, yeah, they're good at that in Hollywood. You know. Yeah. So I noticed on your Instagram feed that you've uh, you've been doing a lot of the uh, graphics for the storefronts for the Limerick 2020 thing. I have. What is that exactly? Like, um, I know when we were out there, that was something that the city was trying to get, I guess, nominated for to be in the running or something. But what is that exactly? Well, um, they're a candidate city for the European City of Culture in 2020. Okay. So it's a kind of, it's leading up to this, this, um, it's a campaign, basically. And there's, there's, um, you know, Dublin, Galway, uh, Kilkenny, Waterford, and Wexford, and Limerick are the are the cities that are that are that are um, that are hoping to be selected as the one that represents Ireland in the European City of Culture. Uh, and and what is that bit. like? If, if that were to happen, like what would that look like? Uh, well, I guess it, 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 we it would it would put us uh, you know if, if Limerick was to was to you know be selected as the. Europe as the Irish candidate for the European City of Culture, I guess it would it would it would it would um, it would I suppose it would it would bring an investment into the city of you know into the arts I suppose and and, and other um, areas of of the uh, of the city that need uh, investment. So there's a lot of kind of you know um, uh, empty buildings and 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 uh, areas of the city centre that that really need investments that you know have been decimated by you know um, uh, poor planning. Um, uh, decisions over the years, developers, you know, uh, uh, you know, creating these kind of black holes in the in the city centre, where where you have a lot of the um, the retail business now going, you know, into retail parks outside of the city. Okay. You know, so um, it's it's it it would mean that you know you, you this 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 investment would come back into the city and people would come in to you know experience the city good and bad and you know everything that goes with a city it's not all, all always going to be plain sailing when you go in, when you visit a city 
Paris or Barcelona or London or, or Limerick or you know every city has its has its um, ups and downs and sure. Limerick is is, is 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 trying to do its best with 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 looking at what it, what it needs to look at and this campaign I suppose is uh, um, uh, it's it's about uh, putting you know putting it out there that we need to put we need to work together as a as a as a as a community and not just the our the arts community or the or the or the um the, the you know the um the sporting community you know it, it's everybody it's the city it's the business it's the it's the arts it's the it's the it's the uh, sports it's uh, crowd it's everybody and um you know you can't just rely on the arts all the time to kind of create the culture the culture is is, is all the people no matter what you know background or or um uh, line of work they do you know it's it's the, it's 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 that sense of community that that they're trying to tap into, and, okay. and this campaign, that, this campaign is trying to, you know, get people to come in with ideas that would, that would be, uh, you know, good for the city in the future. So they're, they're looking at this 2020 as a year that we're 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 um, we're, we're 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 trying to, you know, dial into this 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 year uh, of 2020 and get the message out there that uh, it's a place that um you know you know there's there's, there's more than just uh it's more than just a kind of a, a gateway into the rest of the country because the airport is so near to it a lot of p- people just come in and pass through it mm. quite quickly and well, we, we you, thought you know, that we thought your town was awesome we really enjoyed it there i could plan, plan on coming back at some point well, fair play to you. I mean, you did you did spend a lot of time here, and you know, um, I think it was one day you went you went to County Clare to yeah. the Cliffs of Moher, you know, and and uh, I mean, you said that at the beginning, you were you were wondering whether you should go to Dublin or, and nobody was holding your ransom. You you were free to go huh. uh, wherever you wanted to, <laughs> but it was great that you chose to to, to, to you know to, to spend time here and really you know uh, get a feel for the place and. Yeah, uh, the, um, that came what, through. And what, what is that? Uh, is it called the the milk market? That farmers market? Yes, that yes, was yeah. amazing, man. The, the selection of food and oh man, we we were uh, yeah. we were in heaven. We just basically bought a bunch of uh, bread and olives and wine, and, and that that day we just went back to our hotel and just you know, <laughs> ate, sat around, lazy. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's, 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 that, that's been a real success story for over the last, I suppose, few years. It, it, it did get a lot of investment from the from the, the you know the, the the city council, and uh, they put this marquee or this big tent type uh, circus tent over over this open air market, and it was in an old walled. Um, uh, 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 the area of the city that that was quite exposed and really run down, but still had a lot of character and a lot, a lot of charm, and um, uh, the, it, it was great because they got they had they had a really cool Argentinian architect on on the project uh, that I worked with down there, and and he became. A friend, his 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 little girl Juanita, was uh, um, friendly with Seth, and we were at their you know birthday parties and stuff. And and uh, recently he he actually he, uh, came back for a visit because he moved back to Argentina when the when the mark when the kind of boom ended here a few years ago. Uh, and it was great. We saw him there a couple of weeks ago. And we were talking about that project and a few other projects that were on around that time. Uh, but it was, it was it was it was it really did bring the heart back into the city. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's it, it, we're like the judges for this bid. Uh, these European judges 
judging panel are coming through Limerick in July and um, you know everyone's trying to put their best foot forward so you'll, so all have, these you'll have to shave in July huh uh, that's well. I'm leading up to that. Yeah, that's, that's sort of the plan. That maybe I'll shave for Cleveland and ah, there the you judges. Go. There you like, go. You know, uh, but no, that's 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 what it's about, really. I mean, in a, in a roundabout way, it's 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 a show of support for the campaign, and all these businesses and and all these other art centres and different places that um you know I approached are uh, indicated they were interested in supporting it. They they got. They got this, you know, logo in the windows designed by Picant, um, who we worked with last year on the uh, on the on the uh, Love Letters Limerick uh, exhibition. They did the the graphic design for us. Yeah, for aren't they working on a video for that or something? So I'm told. So I'm told. <laughs> I'm publicly yeah. outing them for not having it done yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, they, 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 they're they're very busy, obviously. And but our friend, your friend and mine, Fergal from the Cranberries, also provided music yeah. for that. Uh, it's in, it's it's in it's in the freezer on on ice at the moment. But we'll hopefully we'll see it one yeah. of these days. But look again, these guys are doing it on their own steam. You know, they're they're you know they're trying to pay the bills like us all. And yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and, and, I, and I think they went about a very elaborate sort of um, plan to do this kind of stop motion thing that, that really might have just uh, you know slowed them down a bit. But look, one of these days we might we might see it. Hopefully, you know. I, I've been following uh, an Instagram feed for the Cranberries, and I, they're I guess doing started their tour now in Europe. I would like to see them. Have, have you seen them live? Yeah, yeah, like a bunch of times uh, you know, or what? Uh, well, uh, like when I've seen them in Limerick on their kind of homecoming kind of world tour. Okay. Gigs years ago, years and years ago, uh, in small venues, and they were, it was just great, you know. Yeah, I yeah. Think they were like kind of conquering champions. I think they went off supporting the, the um, you know, not no one had ever heard of them. Uh, I think they were on the same record label. Uh, and they their album broke halfway through supporting Dada and they came back, you know, kind of headlining and, and limos collecting them from the airport, yeah, bringing yeah. them home. <laughs> and I think they went out in the back of a van holding on to, you know, kind of the metal uh, brackets. In, you know, they're, they're, but it, 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 yeah, they're, they're great live. They're, and they sound really good at the moment. Yeah. So, you know, sound great. So there's some, there's, yeah, the little bit of, of footage I've seen. Um, it just looks great, you know. And people, you know, really, really are into their them out on the road again. So hopefully we'll see more of them. You know, and they might even come to Texas. You never know. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. I've I've never gotten <laughs> to see them live. Yeah, well, in Mexico, I believe that. What's that? Is, uh, again, maybe I'm this. This is, this is where I, I I was told that they, that, that they have some gigs uh, in Mexico. Oh, really? This year. Oh wow. Yeah, so, which is which isn't far from you. You know, it's only down the road. Yeah, yeah, you know just, mean? you know, I'll get on my bicycle <laughs> and ride there. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Do a few signs on the way down for some watermelon stands. <laughs> Fine. You know, yeah, make a buck. I, I don't know what you're picturing with Texas, but it's not quite like that. <laughs> it's not like that at all, no? <laughs> no, actually, it, South Texas, it actually is kind of like that. There's people that'll yeah, just yeah. pull over on the side of the road with a pickup, and the whole bed will be full of, you know, watermelons or whatever's in season, and they'll just sell it on the side of the road. They still let them do it down there, which is kind of cool. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. 
And would you get through uh, the border easily enough, or would it be a very complicated process you to know, try that out? I, I haven't gone down there in a long time, so I don't know what it's like now, especially with all of the, you know, there's always this panic that there's terrorists coming into Texas and all this weird stuff. So yeah. I have no idea what it's like now, but... Um, you know, I I do know that there are like hotspot areas, like I think over by El Paso, there's all the like drug cartel people, <laughs> so okay. it's not advisable to go into the border over there, from what I've heard. Okay, I don't know. And that would be the most convenient access for for you, would it, to go that direction? No, there, there's some other spots um, down south of San Antonio that are probably more of a straight shot for us. But, you know, Texas mm. is so huge. That's like to go from here to the border probably take like 11 or 12 hours Okay, if you drove. So yeah, yeah. it's a really big place here. Sure. Right. Yeah, be uh, faster to fly, obviously, wouldn't it? You know, just fly into wherever. Yeah, probably so. Because I, I mo- most of the larger cities in Mexico are further in, so you'd probably have to fly either way. Okay. Well, look, that's that. That was something one of the guys was, was saying that there was something coming up in in Mexico, uh, which which means there, obviously, you know, there's there's, a, there's probably a big fan base there for them, uh, you know, in, yeah, in, in Central America. Yeah, I think they've got a big fan base in the everything south of the United States. I think it's still very rabid fan base, actually. Okay. Well, actually, one of the one of the uh, ideas. I had, um, which I never kind of got it together to to, uh, to to present to you for you to shoot down. Was meet, I was going to try? I was going to reach out to a, 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 a sign writer I met in Barcelona a few years back, okay. uh, who is a, an Argentinian guy uh, called Fernando uh, Odone. Okay. And he he does he does a beautiful. Uh, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, but the filigari filig. Filigiato. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it specializes in that, and it's it's just out of this world. Yeah, you know? yeah, nice. The, the 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 kind of work he produces. In fact, we had one of his pieces uh, in our in our exhibition, uh, Pharmacia. I don't know if you oh, remember. Yeah, 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 it, yeah. yeah. So that was Fernando's work, and I kind of been you know we've kept in touch and. I was, you know, I said, oh, we will Skype kind of thing. And then, you know, my Spanish is awful. I think his English is probably a little bit better than my Spanish, but not much better. Uh-huh. And I thought that could be a car crash uh, on the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I was, I was thinking maybe I'll bring my brother in who speaks Spanish, you know, and it would just turn into a three-ring circus of, you know, <laughs> hey, you, Three-ring circus him. is great. I'm all about the <laughs> well, three-ring circus. Well, well, uh, Maybe maybe we'll do it we'll do it next time then. You know? <laughs> it's a bit fun. It's a bit of fun. You know, it's a bit of fun. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> I'm always up for it. And you know, I, I it, you mentioned that um, architect earlier, and you know, that's I think uh, it's this really unique thing that sign painting has with uh, other creative fields like that is because we work with different people like architects and interior designers and all this. Um, it it uh, I think it crosses over that creative um, type of work crosses over to where we're all fairly on the same page, and I think that uh, I'd like to include more people like that here on the show is to bring in those other perspectives from other fields, you know. Well, I think we share a lot. We, we you know in that we we do work 
closely with people, you know, to get their idea. We, we uh, just know, get paid uh, a lot less, that's all. <laughs> Huge amount less. <laughs> That's so true. Although I was talking to an architect this week, I, I just bumped into a guy um, who is between here and London, so he flies over to London, okay. you know, every week, and you know he's trying to race back then to kind of keep the practice going here as well, and his family are here, and uh, you know he was just talking about the, you know trying to juggle all these balls and you know get paid and you know when sometimes you you make a, a wrong decision and you're and you're stuck with someone. And you're, you, you know, it's not working out, and you have to keep going. You know the kind of stuff that we maybe touched on from time to time ourselves yeah. with talking. Uh, and we're all in that together. We, I mean, there's definitely it's not unique to us, sir. The human experience. The human experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's not unique to sign. The human experience is not unique to sign writers. No. <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's it's funny too because I we, we talked a few days ago, and you were saying how. It was sunny there, so basically everybody's playing hooky and not working. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, Tom's wife just walked by and said hello. Um, so, uh, but here, you know, we've had the the, the all the rain, and so it's kind of like everybody's just been sloth-like for the last two weeks. But then that throws this huge wrench in the works when you're trying to operate this small business because, like. Nobody's calling back. No one's mailing checks for deposits or anything. So you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's all falling apart. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like it's, it becomes almost like a, 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 um, you just have to ride it out, don't you? you yeah, because next week it's supposed to be sunny, which means like 80 people are going to call me in a panic next week because they put Pleasing. everything off. Sure. So you may as well enjoy if you if you if you give yourself the permission to actually enjoy the little bit of downtime. Down I am working know. on that. Like I'm finally in a stage of life where at least I'm cognizant that I need to just embrace the downtime. When I was younger, I would just be like stressed out and working on mm. dumb stuff just to do something. Yeah. It's like yeah, I'm okay just chilling out right now because next week's going to be crazy. So. Well, uh, there's some, I have a little small uh, gift for you, Sean. Do you? I do, yeah. Uh, today, um, uh, I was in town and there was a, 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 a pop-up printmaker's um, little uh, setup. Okay. Just around the, around the corner from the studio. And my friend Owen Barry, uh, who actually printed the lovely posters for the exhibition last year. You remember those gorgeous oh, pink yeah, posters yeah, yeah. we had? Yeah, and Owen is a is a printmaker, and he's also a graffiti artist. He's a really good guy. Cool. Uh, and he was he was there with with um, Derek O'Sullivan, who actually printed your artwork into the limited edition prints okay. that also also went into the auction. Two of those guys were were working uh, with this pop up uh, um, woodblock, um, and I made this for you. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Okay. So, so that is this, that the the uh, is that Kaylee's name in Celtic or what? I don't even know what the well. Word it, it's is. kind of yeah. It's kind of a pun because okay. Kaylee Kaylee in Irish, as it's spelled here, C E Fada, which is this accent over the E. Okay. I L I is actually the Irish for music. Irish music. Okay. So if you look up Kaylee music, you'll get you know a ton of you know uh, very fast. Uh, tempo, high tempo, uh, traditional Irish music, wow. and phonetically, it's it's it, it doesn't it probably it's it's pronounced some other way, but it's it's exactly the same as Kaylee. 
Okay. You're, you're nearest and dearest. Yes, uh, the, that's awesome. Wait, that's a, there you go. So Sean loves Kaylee, right? We're going to post it up to you. Okay. Yeah, that that will get framed and put up in our in our house. Yeah, now go. that we actually have a house. <laughs> How's that going? Awesome. Good. Yeah, it's uh, we're loving it. We've got some uh, friends staying with us right now because um, they bought a house here in Denton and it's going through some renovations, kind of like what you guys went through. So they're couch surfing, so to speak, with us right now because uh, some of their stuff's not ready to move in yet. I suppose it's nice to have the company for a while. Oh, yeah, we're having a blast, you know. They, they, um, they are lovers of, of food and wine as well, so... Like we're, we're all bringing like different things home at the end of the day. Hey, try this, you know. So that's fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, listen, I'd like. I, I, I was talking to Nikki the other day um, about uh, the next. If you don't mind, just to just to have her to say hello, hello to you for a minute because I have the headphones and the whole thing is plugged into the mic. She's 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 uh, she's in the middle of something there. She so should probably provide more entertainment than you would anyway. So a lot, a lot, a lot more, but I'm, 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 I look like I'm after getting the timing wrong. So we won't <laughs> not this time, another time. She's, she's not in the mood for your antics, Tom. <laughs> what have you been working on? Uh, well, I suppose a lot of that kind of stuff that you, around town. Um, a lot of the. A lot of the a lot of the window graphic stuff, uh-huh. and again, it's, it was it was um, it was just something that fell into my lap. I never ordinarily get that kind of work, right? And you know, I, 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 I suppose look to be honest with everybody in the whole wide wide world, um, I you know I, I yeah I do a little bit of that from time to time. I do you know um, I do lots of things that are of interest to me, and this, you know that that. I, at this time is straightforward it's ready to go artwork we were talking about sometimes a job just comes in yeah and it's 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 fairly straightforward and i felt you know it was a good one to be involved with yeah uh, and again you know uh, trying to do it you know with 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 hand painters uh, one shots it just wasn't going to work you right, know what right. i mean it, it, was a, it had to be a quick thing and um the whole so idea you, so was you're that. working with the forbidden vinyl product. Yeah, I am. I can, I can, I can. Every time I'm, I'm in there plotting this stuff, uh, and 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 weeding it and everything, I can hear you in my mind's eye. You know, uh, telling me just how soul destroying it was for you to work with this kind of stuff long term. And I'm so looking forward to you know just get. I'm like I think Monday or sorry Tuesday will be my last uh, run around town. Uh-huh with it um but the, the idea would be that i i would i would get them i would cut them i would have them ready for collection and people would come and take them and put them up but they haven't been doing that yeah. you know uh and if they have they haven't you know they've taken them but they haven't put them up or they've put them up upside down or backwards or you know <laughs> you know what i mean and so i i offered uh to do it you know that i would go around and put them up for people if they were in the city center okay as a sort of a kind of a look, I'll just do it, and um, it's actually really worked well for me in that you know I've got it out there in, into places where it might have not gotten out into you know where I'd know people and I could say look is it okay to put up this just you know small little thing in the corner of the window it, 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 and then they, they ask about it and then people that come in ask about it so it's it's been good for the campaign if you like okay uh, okay. You know, but it's also generated uh, additional orders from the the, the campaign well, the, because it's been 
these are, a bit of a... these are all contacts that are going to be very handy for when you run for mayor. This is what I'm thinking. <laughs> but I, I, I suppose, look, what, what, it might have come out of a lot of that stuff that we did last year where, you know, all of us lost our shirt on it, you uh-huh. know, but at least this time around, it's, it's maybe they're throwing me a bone by way of doing this thing. And look, I took it because, you know, uh, uh, it was... It was you don't it have was, to um, apologize. Just... <laughs> Take the money and run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you well, know, and we've talked about this before. I think that that's um, just because there were so many of us that had to fight to get past vinyl to be able to continue to paint it's like you still have to live and operate in the real world and pay the bills and keep the electricity in the studio going so it's like if you've got opportunity to intermingle other types of work that aren't you know traditional sign painting like you got to do that. You got to, you know, keep the business healthy enough to allow you to do the paintwork, I think. There's definitely a bit of that. And, and I suppose over the years, when, like, uh, you know, 10 years or more, I managed fine without, without it, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm very kind of happy that I didn't, you know, I, there, there were times where things would dry up and I was like, Jesus, you know, what am I going to do? And I started considering it and considering it and considering it. But it finally came, uh, uh, you know, it came around where I hurt my back. I had a fall off a ladder mm-hmm. and I wasn't, I wasn't earning. Like physically, was, I couldn't, you know, couldn't physically do the work and all the lifting and climbing and different standing for hours. So this, this seemed like a good way to kind of, you know, keep the show on the road. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you know, I I I I, I followed different people, um, and I could see that they were, you know, this is good for years ago now. So it was before maybe a lot of the social media stuff, but I could I could kind of, you know, I could see that it was it was it was work making uh, some of that kind of other work where it became useful a useful tool quite quite um you know quite standard you'd start to see it in places like you know dave smith's studio and you know people like you know i really rate it were using it as a tool right right. uh, you know in the right way and um i had the same kind of hang up with using projectors years ago uh you know until i saw a documentary about the um renaissance painters who would use you know very primitive uh epidioscopes or projectors to right right you know, uh, uh, produce their, their, their large scale cartoons, yeah. you know, uh, and, I, and I kind of, you know, kind of started to give myself a little bit of a break then, you know, because I, I really give myself a hard time to, I had to do everything by hand perfectly, you know, millimeter bang on. And I, and I, I struggled with that a lot at the beginning. And these little things like the projector stuff used to help me, you know, get jobs out quickly. You know, I, and I think a big factor, um, you know, in addition to, um, you know, like a lot of the large scale glass work that, you know, went on in big cities here in the United States, you know, they've come across like basically their templates, you know, that they were using to do like the etching or, or whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's very um, repetitive in a way, really. And, you know, when you compare that with, uh, economically like at the turn of the century you could work on some you know quote-unquote masterpiece for a client for a couple of months and still make a livable wage it's like you can't Mm -hmm. do that now so it's like you know it 
I think that's the thing that gets, um, I don't know, I, I think is overly idealistic with some of the younger people coming in. It, yeah. Is that, you know, this picture in their mind that they're going to, it's kind of self-indulgent that, you know, I'll just be painting in this corner and I'll get paid plenty of money. And it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, everything has shifted. The whole world has shifted with technology. So they're, they're it has, not, yeah. you have to utilize it enough to keep the, sp- the pace with what expectations are there for business. There you go. And, you know, this thing that, you know, the we were talking about the customer is always right last time. And well, actually, they're not there, but they're always the customer. That's the thing. Right. Yeah. And, you, you know, sometimes, you know, you're, you're trying to manage their expectations. And, you know, sometimes they're realistic. Sometimes mostly they're not, you know, and 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 it's it's it's, um, you know, it's it's all deadline based, as you know, it's all about you know, getting it done on time, mm-hmm. uh, or or you don't get paid, or you get penalised, or you know, and, and uh, before uh, it, I, I don't know, I, 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 were people more patient? I don't know. I think people have always been impatient, to be honest. Probably, you know, probably I, so, yeah, probably so. You know, I, I've never I, like uh, now that they see that there's a bit more work in what you're doing and I'm doing, and there's a bit of you know maybe there's a degree of finesse they can kind of see and they can get it. They they you know they take they they leave you alone a little bit, but they still want it. Yeah. Yesterday. Right. They can have it yesterday. Yeah, and so, that's true. Like, that may have been that way in the 1920s. I don't know. Sure. And the thing is, you would have had a dozen extra guys to try and speed up the process, maybe. Or you would have had um, techniques that they would have used. I mean, uh, uh, like I was reading a book recently about the enameling, uh, the old enameling signs and how they would, you know, make these signs. Right. Uh, and it's any wonder we, we have a, a, a hole in the ozone after how they made them, you know, yeah. it's just <laughs> constant furnaces and chimneys bellowing smoke into the, uh-huh. into the atmosphere, crushing down all this glass and the paste and chemicals and chemicals and children, you know, stoking Slave the labor, yeah. The fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, um, and, and obviously all the acid and the, and the, and the chemicals and the etching and, and, you know, some of that stuff is scary for me. I, I'm, I'm afraid of it. So I found other ways to kind of do stuff using maybe some of these uh, tools and, 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 and creating masks and, you know, uh, uh, varnishes and um, uh, is it the Mar varnish, which is, which is that, you know, uh, that uh, hard syrupy type of um, yeah. clear varnish and it solidifies quite quickly with a bit of polyurethane and you can kind of swirl it into kind of an embossing type. You know, um, I was thinking about this the other day, what you're describing is... Sign painting isn't, um, most of us aren't even traditionally sign painting anymore. It's like we're faux finishing almost because some, some of the materials either aren't available or they've dramatically changed by changing the formula by taking lead out and other things. So a lot of the stuff that we're all doing, I think, is a, a, a replica of what was done 50, 60 plus years ago, because you can't really do it that way anymore. Well, this is it. I mean, unless you have a setup where you have, you know, uh, all kinds of, you know, very high spec, uh, you know, ventilation, uh, various boots, Paint that, you booth, know, yeah. control. Yeah. Um, I mean, I look, I look at some of the guys that that, that, that we, 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 we 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 were constantly rating and talking about, and and, and they're, they're, like it's very involved, you know, serious 
uh, you know, serious kind of operations. And I, I, I guess, you know, I, I, I find I get a bit bored if I'm stuck inside all the time. I want to get outside and do different things. So I don't invest to the, the degree maybe that that I would have to. Right. In other words, right. you know, I don't. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm too cheap to do a Dave Smith um, uh, gilding course. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, and and I'm looking at that Josh Luke um, letter that you have framed up on the wall there that the guys gold leafed yeah. and, and blended and everything, and and even like gold leaf is so much thinner now, you know, than the type of leaf that we all got started with is it's dramatically different i can't imagine what like gold leaf in the 50s was probably like you know place yeah know, like aluminum foil thickness or something you know so it's just all this stuff is changed either out of necessity or out of um you know trying to squeeze the last penny out of everything you know with the materials that it's like you i don't even think you could do some of the work that was done, you know, at the turn of the century. I don't. I don't think that the materials would do it. Well, what's depressing is I think I think there you can. I just can't, you know. Um, and I've and I've 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 been looking at, at, at again some of the guys that 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 are out there now. You know, they seem to have. I don't know, just a skill set that's just almost um, beyond, above and beyond where I'll, I I could I could ever hope to get to, you know, just somewhere really yeah, no, Jedi. I, they're Jedi's, you know. Yeah, I agree with that too. It's there. There's a certain um, there. There's a certain hurdle I'm probably never going to get over, you know, because I think some of that stuff it, it is a matter of just uh, born with certain skills or or you know ability to see things a little differently you know just like in any form of the arts i mean there's always those people that are you know just blowing it out of the out of the water for the rest of us but you know sure um well we do our best and i think to be honest with you i mean the odd time i'm i'm I'm, you know even though it it isn't you know at the the standard that 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 these guys are I'm, i'm i'm really pleased with some of the stuff uh, you know, I produce, and you know, I get, a, I still get a real lift that I, you know, I, I made that. You know, even if I, yeah. even if I use some, some, some little uh, things to help me uh, here and there, I, you know, I, I, like it didn't happen by itself. I had to, you know, I had to make a lot of decisions, and I had to work a lot of finishes into it. And some stuff went wrong that actually turned out okay. Uh, I found most of the stuff. That, that people ask me to do are the things that went wrong that are that I didn't you know I didn't uh, I, that I remade and that the, the old ones are lying around the studio as kind of jobs that went wrong yeah. and people see see them and say yeah can I get can I get that uh-huh. <laughs> you don't want that trying to explain that that's, no you don't want that that, that went wrong you know no, no but I really like the way you got the you know the way the whole thing it looks really transparent or you got you know this kind of effect and, and I'm going okay right so I have to you know make them sometimes for some people uh slightly arse ways you know (laughs) kaylee and i were were, we had lunch with some friends yesterday and um they they were asking us some questions like well you know how did you you know learn this more complex stuff you know or how did you learn to do gold leaf on glass and then it it was funny because you know sometimes until you verbalize something you don't realize how true it is and it was like um you know, it's that fake it till you make it combined with just Thank having you. the nerve 
to mm-hmm. say, yeah, I can do that. And then panicking the minute it comes yeah. out of your mouth because you're like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and so then you got to like yeah. scramble and figure it out and, you know, so. That's good because we, you know, we need to challenge ourselves every, every now and again to, you know, yeah, push ourselves sure. a bit. And, and uh, I, like yourself, I found myself at a stage where uh, I've been sign writing for a number of years. I've been doing traditional handpainted sign writing. And I'd always kind of just st- stayed away from the glasswork because it just it, it terrified me. Mm-hmm. Me too. The whole, you know, working in reverse, all these different things that you had to kind of get right and, and loose leaf. My God, you know. And uh, it, it took me a long time. And actually, what, what the reason I got there was because we had this uh, this bubble burst here mm. in, in it was, uh, 2007. And suddenly it was like a light was switched off. It went from being extremely busy to suddenly there was no work. Right. And nobody would pay their bills. Like, you know, and all this avalanche of stress, of overdrafts, of the bank oh it was just a nightmare and i needed in a way to get my head away from that and into the moment into the here and now and not into the anxiety of the of the what if you know right future stuff and um um i i, I got in touch with my old sign writing instructor to the, to the trade school i went to uh, in cork and uh jerry Fitz, and he said yeah come on down you know i'll, I'll sneak you in the back door and we'll, we'll put you up in this kind of, you know, this little kind of tiny closet room uh, and, you know, bring a few pieces with you, get, get them to this stage. And, you know, he told me what to do, and, you know, bring down the bring, bring down the, the, the work with you. And, and I, you know, I brought in my own leaf and everything. But he he um, he just came in and, you know, kept an eye on me over over about uh, four or five days. That's awesome. Uh, it was great, yeah. And 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 an old gentleman um, uh, that was uh, that was retiring that that same week, um, who I remembered from when I when I when I when I when I did my training there, um, Noel McKenna. He 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 was head of the painters and decorators uh, department, and he you know was hanging up his overalls after so many years, you know, and all the guys that had gone through his place who, you know, and they were just real gentlemen, you know, real old school. They'd come in every day, shirt and tie. Okay. Uh, with the with the white coats over their wow. shirts and, you know, and their, yeah. And, um, you know, really pride, pride in their appearance, you know, not like... You know, <laughs> Slob. You know, yeah. Uh, but, they, but loved their music, loved their jazz, loved their blues, would talk all day long about, you know, Eric Clapton or Bob Dylan. You know, it was great. Yeah. Uh, and so they were, they were, they were fr- they're friends now, you know. And um, they kind of wa- watched what I was doing and a few things went wrong. And the, some of the stuff that I brought back that went wrong was, again, the stuff that, that uh, everyone seemed to want, you know. <laughs> so I've made, I've turned it into my unique selling point, stuff that goes wrong by Tom Collins. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, we're, we're, we're very much on the same trajectory because, um, you know, there, there were quite a few things that... Um, I would work on and I would get frustrated because I was trying to make it all crisp and clean and perfect. And I would get frustrated and just say, forget it. I'm going to just make this look old and distressed because I don't want to, you know, start over. And it kind of turned into the same thing as people would come in and be like, oh, that looks awesome. That looks like it's 100 (laughs) years old. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, well, so, well, yeah. This week, this week, I was in, I was in Dublin. Uh, I had to bring a, a piece, a small little piece that someone commissioned. Um, uh, an optician's up there, and and they were very nice. I, I did I did a little fan light, uh, which is like a kind of a you know over over a. I saw uh, a picture of that. Yeah. You know, 
Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they were they were great to deal with. And um, they wanted a small little piece, like it was like an of an eye, an old kind of eye. And um, I said, you know what? I'll take the day off. I'll go up there on the bus. You can get the bus to Dublin from Limerick uh, for like twenty euro return, which is like nothing. Okay. And I downloaded the new Radiohead album. Highly recommend it. Okay. Uh, and it was great. I went up there listening to it, and I came down listening to it. And I was up and down in, in no time. And right. I had lunch up there. They dropped them into peace. They were delighted with it. Um, uh, we, we we did a kind of a barter thing where I needed some sunglasses, you know, uh-huh. uh, with my, my prescription. And they gave me an eye test. They, they pick out a pair of sunglasses, pick out a pair of reading glasses. And they gave me uh, all of that, you know, uh, more than we had agreed, you know, uh-huh. for the... Easter were so happy with it, and they want me to come back and do their windows now in Goldsleaf. I, um, I love those kind of arrangements, and I love those kind of days you're describing, where you get to kind of, I mean, you still have to fulfill the obligation, but it's a small part of the experience, you know? Sure. And, and what, like what you're describing, you know, you got to listen to the new album, you got to have lunch, and then you got the, the cool angle. I, I, I love the whole barter thing. I don't think it's, I don't yeah. think it's done enough. Oh, look here, there should be no money, but there you go, that's the way the world is. And it's nice the odd time to be able to do that. And, okay, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm okay, I'm covered on that little project. You know, I have, I have enough going through the studio. And like you say, that other other work is facilitating some of that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm okay. And I mean, we're in a good place at the moment. We're, 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 you know, we're, we're not I'll under give that a month pressure. or two. Give that a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But look, at the same time, there's like there's people hiding from me as well, not paying their bills, and yeah. and and you no, know, you 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 know, as an architect, a friend of mine said to me recently, he said, look, you know, just because someone owes you this money or you want this money, they have this power over you, you yeah, know, yeah, and you have to put up with all this nonsense. But the second you don't want it, they don't have that power over you anymore. Yeah. And I kind of went, oh, oh, that's Jedi. Okay, hang yeah, on. Yeah, that's think, deep stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I kind of turned my head inside out about it. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want that money. I don't want that. Money. And it lasted about two weeks uh-huh. until you know, some 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 bills came in and I didn't have the money in the account to pay for pay right, for. Right. And then it's, it starts becoming this thing again, you know. But look, uh, you know, you win some, you lose some. Isn't that it? You know. Yeah, and I I think the more you can distance yourself from the concern over that stuff, the the you know because it, it robs you you know because you you then go home you know spend time at home where you should be relaxed but you're worried about it and you're yep. interacting with you know your wife over dinner but on your mind you're thinking about this stupid bill or this person who hasn't followed through and it's just it it, it doesn't change the outcome no which is true. a cliche but it's true i mean you can stress mm-hmm. about all that stuff all you want but it's not going to change anything so I, I'm learning as I'm maturing. How's that for mm. not? Oh, good. Well, listen, it's good to see, it's good to know that you can overcome these things. You know, I'd love I'd love to feel that you know I can I can I can get you know just a little bit freer with with that you know and not be like you say bringing it home and having it you know uh, you know be toxic in my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it's I mean it's still a battle for me. I and for years I would, was really an anxious, stressed out person. You know, um, but yeah, I don't. I just don't think you can live that way. And I do think it's a choice too. Which you know, when I when I was younger, I think I had that mindset that like all this stuff was just happening to me. You know. And it's like, yeah. no, you you have the ability to grab hold of that stuff and say, no, you know, I'm going to push this out of my head because this is not something I want to devote my energy sure. to, you know? Sure, 
Sure. But sure. it's hard to get there. It is. It is. Come here, I meant to ask you, how uh, your, the talk you did in Dallas yeah. with the uh, graphic design people, how did that go for you? You know, uh, I know we had talked about it in the last episode of trying to do a little different approach with um, making it more conversational, you know, more question and answer type stuff. Um, hey, thank you. Um, I, so... Yeah, it it worked out really good. I mean, we had a full house, and everybody was really engaged. I I had to, like, do a little prodding in a couple spots, you know, um, to get people to chime in with more questions. But once we got over that, it was really interactive and good. And I want to do that same thing in Cleveland. I don't know. I'll have to talk to the organizers of the event, Weapons of Mass Creation. I'm giving it their plug. Um, but um, I, I don't know the the like the how how the situation is going to be as far as you know interacting with people. But at the very least, I think I'll have um, questions. What is that? It's a plug. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's lame. Sorry, sorry. That's very lame. <laughs> that's um, Monday, though, isn't it? That talk is on Monday. That's is Skype. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. This is that this Monday. Let me see. <laughs> I think it is. Um, no, next Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we're going to do um, a thing with the promoters of Weapons of Mass Creation where you and I are going to harass each other. I think it'll basically end up kind of being like this show. But um, then they release that through YouTube or something that people will be able to find it on. Um, but I think that'll be fun. One of the things that we're supposed to, to, to talk to each other about, and we've never really talked about this, would be like uh, certain approaches and techniques to different types of jobs. So we could talk about that. Sure. If you know, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think that'll be kind of fun. And then the the event is in August, and. Um, they have us slated, I believe, on Sunday to do the podcast there. Okay. And um, I don't know yet if the if there's going to be a live feed or if we're just going to record it like we do now. But either way, it'll be cool. Are you go? Will you be going to Cleveland yourself? Yeah. Clearly? Yeah. Physically? Okay. Yeah, they're they're uh, gonna put us up in a hotel right on the like main strip downtown the old part of downtown so it'd be kind of cool right have you been there before that's uh where my family all came from before they moved to texas so yeah oh, right. okay. yeah all, 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 all my extended family is up in the cleveland area that's where uh, okay. they came over from ireland and the ukraine and settled in cleveland wow and would you know your way around the city um no, I lived there in my early 20s for a couple of years. My dad moved the business up there. He had this crazy idea that he wanted to, um, uh, like, return to the homeland kind of thing, I think. Okay. But the winters were horrible. You know, we okay. had been used to Texas winters, South Texas winters on top of that, which is non-existent winters, and um, went back there, and there's, like, you know, eight feet of snow and... So that lasted like two years, and he was like, "I'm moving everything back to Texas." And yeah. I was like, "I'm." How old, that. how old are you? I don't know. I was, at that point, I I'm trying to think. I must have been in my early twenties, maybe like twenty three, twenty four years old. 
Okay. So it was out there for a few years until he pulled the plug, and I was happy. We, he ended up selling the business to my uh, cousin, drag race guy, who ended up um, taking it over. I don't know much of what happened after that. Okay. Well, uh, maybe uh, you might get uh, a chance to meet some, you know, some sign people, some local sign people when you're in Cleveland. Yeah, in fact, um, I saw somebody um, had uh, um, mentioned um, something on an Instagram post or something, and it's it's a sign painter in Cleveland. So, yeah, that was uh, Alan Alan uh, Jibberson. Oh well, it was Alan Alan Alan's signs. Alan's. Oh, maybe signs. it was you that sent me the yeah. the, the link. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. So um, yeah. So there there's that guy. Um, I know Gibbs Connors, who has been on the show. He's over in um, Philadelphia, which isn't terribly far. So I'm going to try and okay. rope him into coming. Yeah. I believe he's a, he's he's a big fan of skinny jeans and wearing gloves and masks whenever he works. He's 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 got that whole hipster are you, look. Are you talking about Gibbs? No, no, <laughs> I am. I'm joking. I'm okay, yeah, because he's he's always posting of that. Yeah, he's always posting stuff like hashtag before gloves were invented, uh, <laughs> okay. before masks were invented. You know, he's, he's hilarious. I really think he's he's his work I love. And again, he's someone I've I've looked at at you know using screen printing processes. Yeah, as, with, yeah, he's very with, diverse. Yeah, and I mean, there he is in a gallery doing an exhibition uh, with a bunch of, you know, uh, 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 silk screens, you know, yeah. uh, big things. And then, you know, he's doing other 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 stuff. And that's why people like that and yourself and a few more are, you know, have kept me going because I don't feel like I'm kind of, you know, this guy that's, you know, I, 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 a lot of the stuff I feel like I'm winging, I'm winging a lot, an awful lot of it, and and uh, that's a bit hit and miss sometimes. And but you know. When you see other people that that, that look like they're kind of, you know, they have they have it some bit together and they're they're kind of doing something that on onto it, it makes me feel like I'm kind of not that far off. We're them, all know? winging it, man. You know, <laughs> it, the, seriously, that was like the biggest, like one most wonderful epiphany to me is when I when I realized it, you know, that all of these like old timer guys and everything else, everybody for eternity has taken the same approach with this trade which is just you know push the fear out and just do things and try to improve over time but just do them don't get stuck up you know don't get all stuck with um you know am i doing it properly it's like aside from the obvious stuff like the letter forms have to be correct and all of that kind of stuff you know those are the mechanical things but as far as you know the correct brush strokes or you know whatever it's like everybody's made that stuff up there is no correct it's whatever you can make work yeah yeah and that's kind of liberating yes there you go so you have to kind of give your give yourself the the um the you have to, you have to come down off the cross don't you you know a little bit and and uh, uh, uh you know enjoy it not endure it yeah you know? right <laughs> yeah. enjoy the journey man <laughs> now we've entered the hippie stage of the episode. Oh no! Yeah, it's time. To, it's time to put on some cool jazz or something, Sean. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so let me think. Oh, okay. So the latest music thing from me on yes. my end, and then we'll get we'll get yours. 
is uh, I saw some really great live bands here in Denton. Um, I think it was last week. So now we have the arrival of my brother, John, who's bringing me lunch. So I'm really cool. happy. I can yeah. smell us from here. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll introduce him. Here he is. This Hi. is Tom Collins in Ireland. John, how, you doing? how are you? Pretty good. good to meet you. How are you doing? Hungry. Did you get some for me? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we just push it through the computer, right? Isn't that how it works? Technology. Yeah. Technology, man. <laughs> he, he is Mr. Technology. He actually codes programming, and I don't even know if that's the right oh. words. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Where, do you. where do you even begin with that, you know? Um... Well, I, I started around 9 a.m. and you now they're <laughs> clicking. That's where you begin, around 9 a.m.? Yeah, okay, that's a good place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty boring, actually. I don't do anything interesting. It's all back end server stuff. So. Yeah, back end yeah. server stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the IT crowd. Have you, do you have that there? Do you have that yeah, program? Sean actually just kind of... He's the IT guy, and I had to introduce <laughs> him to it. How lame is that? Oh, that's pr brilliant. Brilliant. Well, you've got the T-shirt, because all IT guys wear those T-shirts. Yeah. You know? yeah. yes. Code. Code yeah. chef, it says. <laughs> <laughs> if ever you were uh, revealing your, your true nature, you know, there it is. It's yeah. There for everybody to see, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should all wear one-shot T-shirts all the time. I don't know. If they send it to me, Sean, for free, I'll wear it. Okay? We're all it's beggars. Just, Terrible it's just a, sign painting beggars. Yeah, exactly. It's a, a little hint. Little hint for this, for one shot. You know. I'm sure they're not listening. <laughs> I know they're not. I know. Okay. In our final segment here, uh, this is Tom uh, interviewing a uh, an architect. Uh, over there in Ireland, uh, Manuel Smallis, um, and uh, had some in interesting conversations here about some uh, shared uh, inspiration from propaganda. Sure, sure. Well, listen. Yeah. Manuel. Yeah. Welcome to Coffee with a Sign Painter. Thank you. Thanks International podcast to the stars. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> There's four people in Alaska listening to this. <laughs> Including Sarah. Sarah? Palin. Oh, yes, of course. Absolutely. We would not leave out Sarah. Palin. I think she's actually just back from her sniper rifle practice uh, as we speak. But it's just a bit of fun. And it's, it's really just a kind of, uh, to, uh, um, as you are working in a creative kind of uh, bubble like a lot of us. In, 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 yeah. in, in, in our work and solitary confinement as well. You're here in this office on your own today. Completely. So, you know, uh, it's just really to kind of, um, people will be listening to this who are uh -huh. in their office on their own, possibly working away, you know, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And uh, it's just, uh, I suppose, a little bit of um, uh, communication with them. <laughs> and uh, just, to, just, to, just, to, just to say hello and to ask you, uh, for me to ask you about yourself and where you're from and how, yeah. you, how long yeah. you've lived yeah. in yeah. Limerick. So yeah. with that accent, I'm, I'm assuming you're not a local man. I'm very local, but, but <laughs> <laughs> actually you're one of the few Limerick men I barely met in Limerick because hardly anybody is from here, okay. even the Irish people, for some reason. I don't know. Right. I think I'm, in, I'm here now for 13 years. I'm from Austria. And in these years, I think I met four or five people on professionally now okay. that are from here. And do you think maybe we're hard to get to know a little bit? Is that fair? Um, 
Around Could be that you, uh, you have a certain complexes. <laughs> you just don't like foreigners. <laughs> no, I. Well, maybe, maybe Irish people who are not from Limerick, they're more open. Or more. Well, the thing is, if you're from here, you have many friends and established friendship. So you're less likely to make, let's say, deeper contacts. Right. Could be. What do I know? But, yeah, yeah. but, in, but in Vienna, where, you're, where you grew up in Vienna, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. would you know many people that weren't Viennese that were, you know, from other parts of Europe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's more people. Well, I had, I had anyway. I had many friends who were studying abroad, so they brought people with them and with work and so. And as well, Vienna traditionally, well, obviously in the past it was much stronger, but it was always a good bit multicultural, and you have. Obviously, you have all the childhood friends, but then it grows, and yeah, no, yeah, no, you say it. I think I always had, I always, about one third was not from Austria, and the other third of my friends or people I knew were from, from other parts of Austria. But uh, you see, the Vietnamese people, they're a bit of pain in the ass, so. <laughs> 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 well, you listen to me, sir. So. <laughs> You know, we, we generalize, don't we? And we talk in, mm. in, in general terms a lot of the time. But most Yeah, no, it is. It is. But it's, yeah, I don't know. You know how things come. Maybe because, well, now my wife and at the time my partner, she is, she's Greek. So, you know, maybe it came natural that you meet with sure. people from other places because right. a bit more united. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't, let's say, the, the people... My, my friends, my Viennese friends or so, they would, wouldn't have been less open. But I, th I think it comes, you know, it, it ties you a bit together. Sure, sure. Yeah. And there's an Italian uh, background as well? And you're yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have, well, yeah. Um, my grandmother was from Tuscany and my grandfather, both from the father's side, was from South Tyrol. So... Which is the Austrian, which is the which occupied is the part? part. <laughs> yes, the Italian occupied part of Austria. The, this yeah. is the part the Italians got for betraying us in the First World War, okay. basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but still they got married, you know, and went on well. And I just found out recently that that he was just first generation of South Tyrolian, basically, because his his parents again, where the father was from Germany and the mother from Austria, and they were just Italophile, they loved Italy. I don't know why they only made it then to South Tyrol, which was Austrian at the time, but they loved it, they settled down. And okay. then my, my father was born in Italy in, what was that, in 38. And because he was born under Mussolini, I'm the only, well, our part of the family has a different name than the rest. Because the the rest are called Schmaliks, and under Mussolini, SCH and X would have been foreign okay. letters, and he had the romanization yeah. where he changed it. So he, they changed his second yeah. name, basically, the family name, out of out of self-preservation to, to remove him. Uh, no, they had to change it. Not just like babies born, these letters don't exist. Path, different name, wow. big one, basically, or they picked okay. them for them. So, he, but he only lived for two years, then then they then they moved to to Graz, which is in southern Austria because there was a good bit of population exchange going on. So Mussolini tried to 
to make South Tyrol also more Italian, so they kicked many people out, and okay. there were there were lots of social housings in many parts of Austria okay. that where people from South Tyrol settled down. Do you recognise that kind of architecture we see it from that period? Is there a lot of it around? Fascist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Big, yeah I'm strong, sure. I'm sure. you know, yeah, obnoxious no. kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, so, well, social housing in general it started in the in the thirties, and Vienna was one of the leaders worldwide in providing social life, had a very strong social government. And it was was a more, there was a good vibe basically because it was the first time that workers' rights were recognized and they built these palaces types of places with, you know, like with kindergartens in it and washing kitchens and it was, it was some sort of futurism, built mm. futurism, and... But with quality finishes, or... Well, uh, for that, very good quality okay. for that yeah. period. And even nowadays, they are all right, all right quality. You know, there are lots of light, lots of air circulating through the rooms, okay. but the situation was very bad before that was built, so they were cramped up in spaces with only one shared toilet per floor, and so... So big upgrades um, for people that... Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So they loved it. Obviously, it was a propaganda tool as well and some criticized that mostly people with the party book were able to move in or to interview once a guy because I I wrote a thesis about my thesis about one of those areas and he said no it's not true but you know I'm not a historian so you know did I get too much into it but they're lovely buildings because they're very some of them are built in quite an expressionistic style like the Karl Marxhof Right, okay. is, is one and it's, it's yeah they're landmarks and I think as an idea it was good but then fascism came yeah, yeah. And, and, and and obviously there was a lot they, they seem to be very skillful at uh, manipulating like you said the propaganda machine yeah. and you know uh, one of the things that really turned me on to kind of you know design was yeah. propaganda 1930s propaganda art it doesn't yeah. matter whether it was okay. Soviet or yeah, yeah. Nazi it's lovely yeah. it's a lovely it's, language yeah. beautiful language I saw once uh, you have to find that it's a I saw once a documentary about a Russian, a Soviet book about female parash- paratroopers. And it, it's lovely, the wow. graphics, and they were, you know, it was like, it was more like a magazine, and it, you could fold it up and close down, and there were circles, it's gorgeous, the yeah. pictures, the graphics, I have to check out afterwards. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. go searching, um, God knows what I'll find if I put that yeah. in Google. Oh, well, well, as long as you don't go searching the Nazi direction, <laughs> you'll be fine. Nicky will be going, what the hell are you looking at? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was Manuel. He told me about this. I blame you. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Um, you're around. Obviously, you know, mm. uh, Vienna is, a, is a, a capital of incredible culture and music, and, and you know, obviously, the home of you know Beethoven. And uh, am I right in saying? Uh, um, well, we, we we swapped Beethoven for Hitler. <laughs> he, he died there. Let's put it. No, he okay. most of most of his work, uh, many of the works, he he did. Okay, but he's in, not actually in, from... Uh, no, he's yeah, German. Oh, he's German? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah I wasn't thinking that. Uh, well, obviously there's Mozart. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I think Salzburg as well. Okay. Let's say Vienna, if I'm right, Schubert is Schubert. Vienna, yeah. Strauss would be Strauss, Vienna, yeah. and... I don't know. Okay, well, that's, that's, that, that's not bad. Not a bad Yeah, and Beethoven in the end, you know, as, and because they all worked for the Emperor in the end, they all moved to Vienna. Okay, gotcha. Or Mozart can work for the Emperor. So is it fair to say that uh, you have all of these giants on your playlist at the moment that you're listening to on your way to, to and from work? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> so 
I have. I, I annoyed now my wife and the kids because I just made some CDs. They were surprised, first of all, that you can make your own CDs. Well, they were surprised that they are CDs to start with. <laughs> but because they're kids, they don't know, you know, it's basically YouTube to them. Sure, of course. You know, they, yeah, don't, yeah. they don't know the CDs as such mm. already. That's mm. how bad it is. Mm. And then making your own mixtapes or CDs, it was complete novelty. <laughs> so this one now, I. The two I did, I put all the classic songs on that, which is, let me see, I have now, oof, it's a good mix. I have, mm, definitely, uh, Curtis Mayfield I have oh, on yeah. it, Curtis Mayfield, well, I have what I have on Diamonds in the Back. Oh yes. And oh, it's called Carry on, the, Carry on the Darkness, Carry on with Darkness. I was blind by Tennessee. It's very nice, very nice. They, they used the soundtrack in, in a movie. That's okay. basically how I came across yeah. it. But it, it, it's, uh, it's quite hard to find. It, it, uh, it wasn't uh, one of those um, black exploitation movies in the 70s. One of those soundtracks from... No, no, it's, it's, it's like... Um, it's, they used it like in Ocean's Eleven oh, okay. or, or, or maybe a Tarantino movie. Okay. I don't know. In one of those, I think uh, it's quite recently that they use it. Then I have, I have Isaac Hayes, um, yeah. Walk on By. Yeah, yes, so a, a lovely, extremely song. long. That's version. a good. That's a good. Scene. Yeah, then Blue Monday. You oh, know, of course, yes. yeah, it yeah. has to be. Monday, has yeah. to teach yeah. the kids. Yeah. Um, I think he has the original vinyl press of that. Oh, uh -huh. nice. Which cost more? It lost money every time they printed. Completely destroyed. <laughs> oh, completely, completely. Uh -huh. But we have one. We yeah. have. What else do I have on it? I have. I, I like a lot. They are called "Breathe or Breathe." It's. I think. I don't know. I think they might be Canadian, North American. Anyway, breathe. Some, breathe. Breathe or all breathe. Like, yeah, that's the word to breathe. Okay. And they have lovely, lovely songs there. They are, um, oh, it's lovely. You have oh, to. Right. You have to listen to it. It's. Oh, um, and playing that, it's just superb. And then the, the other song is Landmarks. It's just wow. And every time, I, I love the songs as they are, but yeah. every time I hear them, I, I hear like, I, I would wish to make my own version of it, you know, a bit more bombastic. Just not that I'm any good with music. We've heard you sing I might be good in producing because I know what I want. Like I hear the melody and, and I would have the melody like with drums. What and, about this melody? And so, now? What about it's this lovely. It's a bit sleepy, but lovely. <laughs> I, had to, I had to change my phone ring to this because yeah. I was getting anxiety attacks every time my phone would ring. You know? <laughs> that will help. Yeah. I guess in the end nothing helps, huh? No, especially when yeah. you have call ID and you can see the people mm. that are ringing you. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. So breathe out, breathe. Yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely. Yes. Ah, but I don't know about the. But I would say it's something like indie folk, 
folk rock, not okay. not rock, indie yeah. folk. I would say yeah, I yeah. don't know direction. They have okay. it was easier now. Mm, Childhood they had like five directions. Now they are like five thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like all you're right, kind of nuanced little. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't even you know, talk tweet. to people who are into music because they're too detailed. Mm. You know, it's, it's just like <laughs> uh, I like music. Yeah, right. <laughs> And then I also have have other guilty pleasures on it, like Bloodhound Gang. Oh yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Like my only friends are make believes. The kids they love it. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of the songs where they where they where they talk a bit nicer. <laughs> well, Seth loves uh, all that kind of stuff as well from the from the seventies and the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, where the guy makes a mixtape and yeah. listens to it on a on a compact disc player, yeah, yeah. cassette player. Yeah. And now we'll try to find one for him because... All uh, right, yeah, good luck, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the thing, you know. Uh, uh, so, look, that's it. We're, it's a short and sweet little chat. And Thank you. you. You're a landscape architect by yeah, profession. Yeah, yeah, And, uh, you know... It's by just force. Great. By force, of course. <laughs> like we're all I fell kids. into it. <laughs> and, and, but just to finish that, how, how did you get into it? Um, well, you know, it was... I, I tried a couple of things. I started with a lot of painting. I painted a lot, and you I tried painters to... in the family as well. Yeah, yeah. My uncle is, is quite a known painter in Austria. He lives now in the States. What's his name? Uh, Hubert Schmalitz. And I, I, I like painting. I still like it a lot. But it's just as a painter, you need to be a good salesperson as well. Sure. And I wasn't good. I was very shy. I'd say until my early 20s and that's where you should make your career you know I, I think I I don't know if I would have liked that as a profession I still love it but I don't know if I would like to be forced doing it you know if it would kill it for me then yeah and the other thing is as well what if you fail in terms or no failing is all right the problem is tickering along at the bottom line you know if you can just make a living but need a second job but always need to hold on to you because it's to it because it's your identity. Sure. Yeah, I think sure. there could be. Plus, I would have never got that many kids with a well, unflexible. Yeah, yeah. I know, know. I know we have a painter in the family as well, and yeah. and uh, you know being exposed to a lot of painters growing up. Yeah. Friends of the family. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. People, and you see some people do very well. They make it and they yeah. they crack it and 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 they they do fantastically well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's an awful lot that. There don't, is, there is, and you become a teacher, and you're a bit depressed, and mm. you ask yourself, why I'm not having the breakthrough. Sure. And, and you start it's... sabotaging your students. I notice exactly, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's how it is, you know, mm. because it is it is maybe only one third talent you need. And this, this, this career items. choice you made, uh, uh, you know, you, uh, does it fulfill and, your creative? Um, you know, yeah, yeah, self? yeah, passion. Partially, obviously, um, there is a whole lot to it. Let's say mostly, most of my really nice creatives idea get shut, shut down. Mostly even by architects, not even by the clients, because architects they only want their buildings to shine. Of course, and they don't want to be competing with too much with the. With exactly, the, exactly. They just want to put it on a protest and that's it. You know, look good. While I, I find pleasure a creating functional spaces that people can really use and to see some interaction in them, and if I can get some creativity through, I'm always happy. But it's, it, I found other satisfaction in the job. So it's fine, and I'm, I'm still trying to do some other art on the side, do some oh, illustrations, cool. a bit of painting, but... For you, for, for no one? For me, yeah, yeah, just for me, myself. And, but my problem is I'm a starter. See, I'm, I'm very good at starting things. 
and very bad at yeah. finishing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, you met your, your long lost twin brother here separately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I, I started once, I, I did a, a nice family kit. Well, I started it off the family with like, like with all the, the boys, they're riding on tapirs, and I have a barbecue and have a beer with Hatsi on the side holding the little girl. And, and it worked. I was very satisfied with it. And then we had a party, and they came up, and some kids creeped into the attics and they painted over their faces. They, like I, because I'm bored, they painted me hair on my head. <laughs> they, they made big circles around all their faces. They painted a big sun in the corner. <laughs> I was screaming, I wanted oh to gosh. kill them all. <laughs> oh my God. But is there any part of it you feel you could live, like a salvage or? Um, I did, I did salvage it a bit, but now recently I thought maybe I, I, just, I just redo it again because we got another baby in the meanwhile, so I thought we, I might as well include sure. it. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. and. Because it killed it a bit, you know, when it started, sure, and sure. yeah, so no. Can you continue on, on 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 this particular project? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I, as well. For example, when I started painting, when I was still painting, I always found excuses myself to do something else. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm a bit lazy by nature. Well, I think sometimes when you're working here all week long and you're hitting deadlines and you're dealing with all that stuff we were talking about—the architects, the clients, the you know juggling all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the home school runs different things. There, there, you know, there's very little left over for, you know, Tom and Manuel. You know, and you can sometimes try and shoehorn it into. Th- a, I think that's a, again. It doesn't always come up. That's know? again another excuse. Oh, <laughs> I would use it again as another excuse. Well, I'm giving you that as a gift. I know. I know. I'm that. just that's like me. That's that's pure. Unhealthy. What's the word? Procrastination. Sure. You know. Yeah, that's yeah, that's. Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to produce that kind of work when you're not feeling like it. That's true. You know, That's extremely true. You, have to you have really to have to be in it. I, I know with myself. And that would have been my fear as well if I would have, for example, chosen painter or if I would have succeeded as painter as a profession. Like, what if you don't feel right? You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, uh, you know, sometimes it's, that's, uh, I'm in the studio <laughs> and I have this thing where, you know, it's, it's very hard to go in and try and force yourself to go in there to, yeah. to do, get the job done and, 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 you know, hit the deadline. And it's a real discipline. Yeah, there are days yeah. when I really don't want to be there, and there are days when it wins, and I and I go out talking to people like yourself about you know. <laughs> I know, that, but that's that's <laughs> for me too because I'm alone here in the office mm. since the since the crash. We, we used to be nine people in the office now. I myself, I mean, okay. we were in a different building, obviously, but it's just I'm just happy every time I go out because it's nice if the interaction is nice with yes. people. And yes. Just go out, have a good time, talk, try to solve problems, yeah. and that's. Yeah. You want to see it? Okay. Well, look, thank you very much. Thank I'll you. I'll leave it there. Very and, good. And uh, we'll, um, we'll uh, catch up yeah. again another day. Thank you. I All hope right. it helped the five lonely people in the States <laughs> <laughs> who are sitting alone in the office. Yes. Wondering tell, if it's anywhere else yeah, different. Te- no, it isn't. Tell five more lonely people elsewhere that, you know, <laughs> there's people out there. Okay, good luck. Thank you All very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, have cats. This is the part of the show where we play a song from the Arhuli archive, so pay attention. You can get these tunes from the legendary Arhuli records at arhuli.com. Now sit back, open up some one shot, crank up the volume, and expand your minds, babies. Uno, dos, tres. <laughs> Texas blue bonnets, how sweetly they grow. 